you've been looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental one that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no bs helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things the iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do no excuses Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, live from the Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. go now we're live good morning gordon or good afternoon good. for you i was just at, we were just off thing and i didn't yeah you re, i realize that you guys now are three three hours past you're kind of like on the east coast from us so exactly we're in your future in that's right <laughs> so it's uh looking forward to this today guys this is uh gordon melville we we've met through a uh, a connected leadership thing together and uh, this we'll talk about that here in just a second too but this is where him and i met so I'm looking forward to getting to know somebody. So we, this is a, a podcast that we get to do off the cuff. We're going to learn about each other. We had a little virtual coffee to kind of uh, bounce some stuff off of each other for a little while. And then we decided we're going to do this podcast together. So um, what I want to do is go ahead and allow you to introduce yourself. And if you have a family, let people know where your family is, kind of where you live. And then we'll get started right away. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. Thanks, Mark. Good, good. Thank you for having me on today. It's, a, it's an yeah. honor to be here. Um, my name is Gordon Douglas Melville. I uh, we live in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, which for the Americans is about an hour and a half from Buffalo and four hours from Detroit. Um, we're about an hour southwest of Toronto. Um, been married thirty years to the same long, <laughs> understanding woman, um, amazing <laughs> woman, and uh, we have three sons: a twelve, a fifteen, and an eighteen-year-old. So. You don't get between them and the fridge uh, when there's food there. The oldest one is 6'3", 275. So, um, yeah, we don't get in the way of him. But, uh, yeah, that's a, a little bit about where we are. And um, it's Easter weekend up here still. So Easter Monday, some things are going. My wife's working, but the kids are home from school. So that always adds a layer of fun. Yeah. How was your Easter? Was it good? It was awesome. It was great. Yeah, we had we had a we had a good we had a really good Easter. I I uh, I'm the head of security at our at our church, and um, I, I had the uh, security team there, and we had in our small church we had five services that day, and wow. well over um, two thousand people with kids and everything, wow. you know, crossed through there throughout the day. We had we have services on the hour from nine nine to nine to noon, so we were done at one o'clock, but. Wow. It's good. Easter's That's always awesome. kind of a good time. It's a good time to reflect. It's a good time to to know what what uh, what humanity was given on that day. So absolutely. So that was it. Was a we had a, we had a good time, and no incidences. You know, working security sometimes. You know, it's uh, in today's church world. It, it's That's it, true. You know, you got to be on your p's and q's. Absolutely. And so everybody watching now, everybody that sees you now, you have this epic beard. Oh, okay, I've, yeah. I've looked. Yeah, I've looked at it. Uh, I've looked at it, how it's transitioned through your Facebook <laughs> over the years. 
and uh, it's in that epic stage now. And if I grew my beard out, it would look uh, exactly, exactly the same. So, <laughs> so Emilio saying hi. Yeah, hey, Emilio saying hi. I think they're on too. I think I, I was. I have Love a black them. belt that uh, does uh, uh, um, another podcast. And mm-hmm. I think I think they're on his today. So oh, very know, cool. I I had them. Uh, and Danielle is saying hi to you. Hello, the power couple. That, they've been married to him. So you've been married for thirty years, huh? Thirty years, my, just over thirty years. My folks. Luckily, my both my folks are uh, uh, still alive. They've been married sixty-one years. Wow. My dad. They were married at eighteen Dang. and sixteen. I tell wow. the story all the time that, uh, you know, I'm their oldest boy and, uh, I tell the story all the time that, uh, my dad was 18 years old and my mom was 16 when they got married yeah. and, uh, wow, that's... mom was 18 when she had me. So unbelievable. I thought Jess was, my wife was 20, just, just, just 20 when we got married. <laughs> I thought that was young, but yeah, it's, uh, so it's good. It's, it's always good to see. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I, you know, I was, I was divorced in 20 years after 20 years of marriage. And so I was a single dad. I was listening to that. You have some, some boys too. So I have, I raised a boy that uh, lives in Idaho now, you know, he's, we, we took him in when he was 12. And then I have three other boys that, uh, one's married, one's 26 and, oh no, no, gosh, my son's 29, isn't he? 29, 26 (laughs) and 22. And I got a daughter that's, that's going to turn 21 in June. So I've got those, I've got those kids and I know what it's like to be, but I got to raise all my kids. So thankfully for that, that they, Mm -hmm. they live with me and, uh, and you know, as years go on, uh, you know, the mom and I have been able to get past differences where we can, uh, enjoy our kids now as they're adults. So that's what we're trying to do at least. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's always good to hear. Listen, I, so I tell, you know, one thing that I, ro- I was listening to you go through Jose's thing a little bit, you know, on when you were in your connected leadership. And uh, it is true what you said. And one of those things that you talked about, that you are the product of who you hang out with. Now, I've tell I've I've spoke this to my students for, I don't know, every every year you want to be uh, uh, you want to have a guy that has good um, um, a good marriage and stuff then be around a guy that's been married for 30 years. Uh, you know, you want to be wealthy, then be around wealthy people because broke people just want to bring you down. You know what I mean? That, that same, uh, that same thing. So I saw that you put that in there, that in the connected leaders. Now, did you know Jose before you started connected leaders or how did that happen? Or did you get introduced to him? I got introduced to him. Actually, I was sharing with Daniela, Daniela and Emilio. I I was, uh, wrote a chapter in one of their spiritual survivor books. And so we've been friends for a while. And uh, we met at a Elite Speakers Academy in Toronto. And um, but through that connection, I was sharing with Daniela. I have uh, migraine level pain, have had for three years that never goes away. And she has migraines. So we connect on on that level and we share back and forth when she's struggling. I'll, I'll help. And when I'm struggling, she helps. And I happened to be talking about things and we were sharing what was going on in our lives and and I had mentioned I was trying to get my um, radio show off the ground and whatnot. So she was, hey, there's some guys you need to talk to. So she connected me to a bunch of guys from CLA uh, to the for the Connected Leaders Academy. And so one of those guys was Jose. So we had a conversation and 
Um, we had about an hour and it was, it was funny at the end of it for me, because Jose is like, well, I'm not, we're not finished talking. We're not finished talking. We need to do this again. Do you have some time tomorrow? I'm like, okay. So we, we had some more time the next day. It was awesome. And, and he's been wonderful, wonderful, but yeah, he connected me to, to that group. And to your point, uh, I've always felt if I walk into a room and I'm the most accomplished, most successful person there, unless I'm a teacher or doing something else in that room. I'm probably in the wrong room when it comes to growth, right? So I walked into that, well, walked into that room and was like, wow, wait a second, wait a second. You know, this is the perfect room because I am not by far the most successful, the most accomplished in that room. I was surrounded by people that were um, wealthier and, and more successful and had done more and, and that I can learn from. And that's, I've been doing personal development for 30 years. So that's, I always look for that kind of an environment. Um, I'm always looking for a place to grow and to surround myself with amazing human beings. And I've been shocked, um, pleasantly shocked uh, by the num by the number of amazing humans, um, like away from all the credentials and whatever, amazing human beings like yourself that are in that group. Right. Yeah, it was good. You know, that's it's it's opened up. Uh, he, he's done. A, he's done a, a phenomenal job there as far as. uh, uh as keeping us all kind of uh, meeting new people. Unfortunately on my side, so I, I teach class a lot of times, sometimes on Wednesdays. And so if I can divert out of it real quick, I'll try yeah. and get on cause I, and, and go in these breakout rooms because I think that's where you and I, um, it is, uh, did we meet in a breakout room or did I we think meet? So. Yeah. We uh, were sitting or did you I just, so. I, or he had me in the hot seat or something. And he then had I you in the hot seat. That's right. And then you, then you, yeah. Then you reached, reached out, out to me. That's I was right. I I had a lot of I had a lot of people reach out to me after that uh that 90 <laughs> seconds, right? Isn't it amazing what 90 if you say the right thing in 90 seconds, you know, Absolutely. it could it, it could either make you or break you. I can tell Absolutely. you that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So that was de that's definitely uh that was definitely uh something. Now, you said that you wrote part in uh with Danielle and Emilio about the spiritual fitness. You yeah. did that. Tell me about that book real quick. So that's just part of their, they've got three or four books in that series. Um, and it's a bunch of people that have survived different things. So it's just little bits and pieces of their story to inspire people. And mm. it's uh, sharing, it, it says, the tagline says, how to turn your struggles into strengths. So it's it's a matter of how to, how to you're pivoting, right? Bad things, good things, bad things happen to all of us, of course. But bad things, the difference between people that succeed and people that don't a lot of times is how they approach what's happened to them, how they respond to that, right? So two, two guys hit by or two people hit by a drunk driver, quadriplegic, one turns into a bitter, nasty human, justifiably that, that they're pissed off with the world. I get that. But the other one ends up at the Special Olympics doing whatever. It's just what's the difference in those two people is their mindset and the way they approach and respond to what happened to them. And so that's what that book, those books are about. Great books. All of them are phenomenal stories. And that's how I met another group of amazing humans. Um, Hector uh, is, a, is a Spanish uh, entrepreneur, amazing human being. Um, uh, there was a former uh, Harlem Globetrotter that wrote a chapter in there. So there, the, the Ford is written by Dr. Obum, if you know who that is. Um, he was a Marine that died flatlined three times on the, on a table and came back and, and is still here. So they're, they're surrounded by a bunch of, of, uh, amazing, amazing authors. 
you know, I think I'm going to, I think I'll pick that book up today. That's some good reading for 75 hard. I can tell you that, you know, what it I mean? is so, absolutely, it, it, you know, short stories, uh, motivational stuff would be something that that's good. Now it says spiritual fitness. So does it kind of lean towards that? It, um, well, what I find that's the, that's the original copy and it went mm -hmm. number one bestseller. Um, it's, it leans in that direction in the sense that, um, my dad's a very, very spiritual human. And he said to me when he heard about CLA, I was sharing it, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. I was talking about it, all excited about it. And he said, how does your faith fit into that? And I'm like, well, you know what? I think most of the people I know that are doing really serious, intentional personal development understand that there's a, call it whatever you want, infinite intelligence. I call God Papa because of the relationship, but what, you know, some kind of spiritual peace they attach into that somehow. So however they identify that piece uh, to be well-rounded and balanced, you need to have that, that piece in it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, it, is it, is it a, a Christian book? No. Is it a religious book? No. I hate religion with a passion. I really do. Um, it's I'm not organized. sure. I, I'm not sure even uh, Jesus liked religion. Absolutely uh, not. Right. It. It, absolutely. So. That's, I mean, religion by definition is to bind up. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's man's finite brain trying to understand an infinite God. And there's just no as soon as you tell me there's no beginning and no end, I'm out because I, my brain goes, it melts and goes, I don't understand that. So now it's about faith. And if I take that with faith, then all the other pieces are are the faith just sort of sits in the middle of all of that. Right. I have to right. take it by faith. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a good that's a good uh, that's that's a good the good way that you uh that you, that you talk about that now is this book so you got to be part of that uh part of this book yeah correct you had a story that you told in this book right is it, do you have other books that you've written yourself not i've in the process of putting out a book right this minute actually uh probably should land mid middle of the year that's a hundred percent my stuff and it's basically a a letter to my 18 year old self literally what what would i have liked to have been told when i was 18 um from all the things i've learned so mm -hmm. it's probably going to end up being a four <laughs> four book series because i can't get it all into one book uh, <laughs> right but it, well so as i'm writing this book i understand that right I, <laughs> i'm like man there's you, you know so I, mine's going to launch right with emilio and those guys in january and it is so hard you know i'm 61 now right mm -hmm. so what an interesting book. What I, I, I talk to myself that all the time. And so uh, I tell my kids all the time, my sons, I said, look, if I could talk to myself at your age, uh, mm -hmm. there is something. There is something uh, that that you should be doing. I wished. I, I don't know. I'm interested in what you think. What's your number one thing you can tell yourself back when you were younger? Hmm. That's a good question. As a, as the very first piece, um, well, because I've been sick, self care becomes a massive, massive deal for me. So mm -hmm. it's okay to run three hundred miles an hour with your hair on fire. Do that. You're right. Like all the people I look up to and and want to emulate, they're all running three hundred miles an hour with their hair on fire. So it's not about pacing necessarily. What it's about is looking after yourself. So they they all they build into their day 
And whether that's at the beginning or the end or during or whatever, if they need a nap in the middle of the afternoon, they take a nap. If they need personal time for meditating or for um, eating and all like, and that sounds like a silly thing, but, but a lot of times I would go the whole day without eating and then would eat at, at one o'clock in the morning and then go to bed, which was horrendous. Right. So listening to your body and understanding, Hey, when you need a break, take the break, right? Like build that into your schedule because um, like I say, it's okay to run hard, but you have to look after yourself. Right. I 100%, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it funny? I, most older guys now that I talk to, that's what comes out of their mouth is I wish uh, we were, I wish I was uh, understood even, even now yeah, I've been teaching martial arts now for what, 35, 40 years now or something like that. Right. Wow. And so, and how we trained and even how I lifted weights back in the day, uh, right. it, it, if, if I could tell my younger self, work on functional fitness, right. Stretching. Yep. And proper you're, nutrition. Right. You're, you're bulletproof though. Right. When you're that age, you're like, yeah. oh, I can do whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt me. The problem is it is hurting you. You just don't realize it's hurting you. Right. When yeah. You, right. When you, when, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. You go yeah, ahead. No, it's, it's just, it's just, it, we, if we paid attention to what's going on, Right. We, we have this thing in our head and I laugh with my boys and you probably do with with your kids. Um, I remember one time when my one my oldest son was real little and you're just starting to get used to, you know, um, parenting and how that works. And right. Things you, you say, oh, I'd never do that with my parents had done to me. I will never do that. and I won't say that and whatever. And I remember my son did something that he shouldn't have. And I said, hey, this is your consequence for doing what you did. And this is your consequence for making me sound like my mom. Uh, I have to swear that would never come out, but uh, you know, it, yeah. you find why well, might not mm -hmm. make the mistakes my mom made or my parents made, but I'll make a whole whack of my own mistakes. And so, you know, I wouldn't probably have listened to me at 16 or 18 either. Right. Uh -huh. We all seem to go through that as a generational thing. Oh, you know, the old, the old people don't know what they're talking about, you know, cause they don't have that, that wisdom yet. It's not there. Right. I find once people get to their, 40s 45 into their 50s they start to pick up this just because life has happened to them right they've they've right. been married or they've been through that, that cycle they've have kids they've had jobs and careers and whatnot so they have a level of wisdom that wasn't there when when they were when they were young right right it's i, I often think um how god designed us was like <laughs> it's backwards backwards right and but it's uh it's like we but you know isn't it right you got to go through the you, you you know you've got to mud through the crap in order to to emerge uh in victory you know what i mean it just i i don't i don't know how else to say it i i have had uh these ups and downs and watching people fight through things health wise too. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, you know, something happened to me too. Uh, you know, you'll you back in, uh, I don't know, was it 2019 now or, or 2018, one of the two, when I, I just injured myself, you know, and I, I, uh, was punching something, uh, and I hit, you know, I hit my leg and then I got blood clots. And uh, it almost took me out, right? Um, yeah. I thought this said a bunch of whiners in the house today for this interview. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck, Jose? What? 
it says winners. I'm like, I'm like, who's freaking grand? I'm like, that that, that was that was funny. Well, then again, yesterday it was like, uh, I, you 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 sent me a message saying, hey, uh, it looks like I'm I'm talking to your wife for thirty years. I yep. had to fix that. <laughs> what? Um, so uh, it, so when I when I had that major medical thing. You know, it was a it was a real mind game for me for six months until I just um, I just had to uh, completely change my 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 thought process on what that was. And, you know, I remember, too, being a young guy, you know, I power lifted a lot when I was a young man. I mean, I just didn't you know the diet really wasn't an issue. I just want to know how much metal I can put up in the air. You know what right. I mean? And right. and uh, squatting six hundred and twenty five, six hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> wow. Right. You know, wow. and and just, going blah, blah, you know, and then. Yeah. uh and now today, my knees, well, one's fake, Ooh. right? I have a fake knee. And uh, one is, I'm like, I'm not going through that again because it already took away from my jiu-jitsu game a little bit, right? And I'm like, yep. I'm not doing that, you know, because I'm not your average, you know, I'm not your average 61-year-old. I'm still getting on the mat with these 30, you know, 25, 30-year-old kids and, Absolutely. you know, either A, getting my ass kicked or, 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 or giving them a little bit of who's your daddy sometimes you know what i mean so <laughs> absolutely so you don't look 61 I, actually the, they're reverse i turned 54 on the weekend and uh, i look older than you do <laughs> well i'm afraid if i grew my beard out like you did i, I would have that that typical santa claus look i'm I, I'm, I'm convinced of it uh, as we go you know what i mean so <laughs> that's for mm -hmm. sure um, so I want to talk about this. So you're, I, I love, I love the idea of your book and is that something you're doing on your own? Are you with Emilio and, and Daniela, or is this something you're just kind of producing on your own? So far it's been on my own. I may at some point, I just, once it's right there, um, it's at the, an editor's at the moment and we're, we're trying mm -hmm. to edit through what's there. Um, that's and, good. Yeah. So we'll get there. That's great. So let's now let's talk about your, the, this, the, is it is it pronounced Jewel in Jewel? So that's an Jewel. acronym. Yeah, that's an acronym. Okay, what's the acronym. acronym mean? So Jandon J is Jandon. That's my wife and my. So her name's Janessa and my name's Gordon. So the first of three of hers and the last three of mine for Jandon, and then empowerment with intention, life coaching. Okay. So I'm a big um, empowerment guy. I'm a big intentional guy that I got from John Maxwell. Um, we're all going to grow. Love him, by the way. Yeah. Love John. Um, so it's kind of a, our, our tagline is polishing the diamond within because it's already, the jewel's already there. The piece is already inside us all. Most of us need help finding it and then polishing it, um, pulling it out. Uh, when they asked, uh, Michelangelo about his David, how did you come up with something so beautiful? He said, no, no, no. It was always there. I just took off the rough spots. Right. So similar idea in the sense that the diamond the jewels are already inside of us um it becomes a how do we polish that how do we bring that out uh the answers are already there sometimes we need a guide so i i run with a um a title so to speak of catalyst strategist guide and for obvious reasons on some of it um I'm, i prefer guide um i don't want a travel agent someone that just sends me so I want someone that's a, I want somebody in the trench with me, enjoying the going through whatever the, the battles, whatever the, they're experiencing it with me. Right. So mm -hmm. when I approach my coaching, that's the idea that it's, I'm doing, I'm a catalyst to try and change. Cause I find lots of times, um, 
a one one pivotal decision we make can change the whole direction of our life, right? So when I was young, I got into the car business and I saw Grant Cardone three months in, which was awesome. He turned me from a 12 to 15 car guy to a 40 car a month guy. And so then I was headhunted to go and help train with him and teach his stuff. And, um, but that pivotal decision to do that, right? At the time I was thinking, yeah, no big deal. I'll just go do this. No, it, no big deal. But the gentleman that was looking after Grant at the time, uh, Bob Moore, had put Zig Ziglar on his first stage. And nobody knew who Zig was until Bob got a hold of him. Bob was a promoter. So we had unbridled access to Zig Ziglar. Literally, uh, um, he used to sit across. I, I, it warms my heart every time I hear somebody go, I can have whatever I want as long as I help enough other people get what they want, which was a big zig thing. But when he said that to me, he had egg yolk running down his chin because he was sitting across the breakfast <laughs> table from me. And I knew that was special, but I didn't realize how special. And Zig put us on the, um, put me on my uh, personal development journey. So he told me, you should be reading four to six books a month, every month. You should be re you should be journaling. And this is how you journal. And this is where you would journal. So I now have been journaling for 30 years, personal, business, general, gratitude, and goals. Uh, or those are all different books. I'll walk into a theater. My friends give me a hard time. I walk into a theater with a, with a journal in my hand. They're like, you're going to sit in the dark for two hours. What are you doing? But you never know when inspiration comes. I don't want to be able to write stuff down. So um, mm -hmm. conferences and plugging into people. And he plugged us into, uh, well, I was already plugged to Grant, but he plugged me into the John Maxwell's and the Jim Rohn's and the, the Tony Robbins and Les Brown and all these iconic thought leaders uh, that really have shaped my, my direction. And a lot of my, um, my own information stems out of a lot of that stuff. Um, I took the, I had, I have taken the Napoleon Hill um, to be able to teach Think and Grow Rich, to teach the laws of success. Um, and, and that, even that, if you boil all that down, it's mindset, which is again, something my 18 year old self didn't know. Right. Mm -hmm. The, the difference yeah, that I think true. you and right. The, the, what I think I, you and I had talked about was um, any sports team, any uh, business person, whether we follow them or not, if you and I know who they are, you say a name and we both go, yep, I know who that is, regardless of whether I follow that team or follow that business. Um, those are people that understand how their mind works and then have mastered control of their mind and their emotion. And I think a lot of, excuse me, I think a lot of people ha either haven't done that or don't want to do that because it's really difficult. It's really hard. But the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little bit of extra. But I think that extra is executing a plan, right? I think a lot of people have a plan, just don't execute it, whether that's fear, whatever stops them from doing that, right? Um, right. Mm -hmm. You've probably heard it said, graveyard is the most uh, expensive real estate there is because of all the things people took to the grave with them, all their ideas and thoughts and all the creative stuff that didn't get pulled out, that they didn't access because they were afraid it wasn't good enough or it wasn't, no one wants to listen to that or whatever. They were didn't get past their own stuff um and took it to the grave with them um i think that's a it's a we have to be able to to tell our story we have to be able to get out what's going on and it's not a matter of people listening to our sad tale it's more giving hope to somebody else right so even if you don't get the even if you're not giving the tools to get through it 
Um, the fact that you got through it means I can get through it. And that gives me hope. Right. Right. Yeah. Those are, yeah, those definitely, uh, I, 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 uh, echo what Jose says here that, uh, hmm. you know, wise, you know, wise words for sure. I, I, that. I, so Zig Ziglar, hmm. you know, he, he, he coined a friend, uh, phrase to called born to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, we use that in my martial arts school all the time. As a matter of fact, uh, when I hear Zig Ziglar's name, I, I it just reflects back on when I uh, when I when I learned from his when I was going back, and he's like, well, "You're you're you know you're born to win," and and so I use that as a slogan in my school. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, even one of my black belts that um, was killed in in um, 1994 by a drunk driver, oh. it's on his gravestone born to win. Wow. And, uh, wow. and so we've used that. I, I talk about being a warrior and a warrior having purpose and what's their purpose is to build a more peaceful world. And where do you start that in your heart? And I tell the kids you're in the club now you're in the Meeser warrior club, but there is a passcode and it's called born to win. Absolutely. So when I see you walk into school, what do you say to me? And you say, I'm born to win, sir. And then mm. I said, and so am I. And that's our secret wow. password. I've used that forever from Zig Ziglar. That's awesome. That's okay. awesome. He's, it's, uh, it's something I've incorporated in my school for such a long time. That's so it's amazing. always good to hear. Is It's so unfortunate when we lost him. but It is, so absolutely. When you're coaching now, so what's your typical person that, that, that's looking for for your life coaching? How do you, how do you go about finding it? How do you go about and who who's kind of your your client? What does that look like? Um, when I was doing that full time, um, most of my clients were professional athletes, and that happened by accident. Oh, not by accident. That's divine. But anyway, um, <laughs> I was sick at the time and was doing a Tony Robbins certification. I think I'm certified in half a dozen things with him, but I was doing one of his programs in bed and, and one of my buddies, because of the time I spent with Grant on the road, I have friends all over the U S and Canada and a buddy of mine put on his Facebook wall. What are the top five books you've ever read? And so I responded, put five, six in and went back and put five or six more. And this gentleman engaged me. That wasn't, wasn't my buddy and not on my wall. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And he asked a bunch of questions and I answered the questions and then he disappeared And then the next day I get a friend request from him and I don't just say yes to everybody. So I vetted him a little bit and found out he was on another continent. So I figured maybe he was safe. And so I said, yes. And he, he said, Hey, and as soon as I said, yes, I get all these messenger messages, like a mash of words and pictures and stuff. I'm like, what the hell? So I go back up through it (laughs) and he goes, thank you so much for your time you spent with me yesterday. Um, you told me I should be journaling. So this morning I went and bought three journals and I wrote out my, my goals and I wrote out my gratitudes and I, I took pictures. I sorry for the chicken scratch and did I write them out properly and blah. And I'm like, wow, you're like wildly coachable. So I said, I do have a, a life coach practice if that's of interest to you. And, and my wife's kind of looked at me and goes, you don't have one of those. I said, <laughs> I will. Don't worry. So I said, right. So he said, uh, I sent one. First, I called uh, Mark Patience and said, hey, the, the people that look after Tony's education classes are Mark and Magda Patience. And I called Mark and said, hey, how, what do I do with this and how do I set up memberships and whatever? So he helped me put put stuff together. And then um, and even the progression of that. Right. They, they teach 150, 200 bucks an hour for a starting coach. And I'm like, OK. And, and he says, yeah, but you're not a starting coach. And I'm like, OK, what does that mean? 
And he said, well, I wouldn't be charging less than 1500 bucks an hour for what you do. And I'm like, I, I couldn't even conceive that or say it out of my mouth at the time. So we agreed at 500 bucks an hour. And so I sent that off. We put packages together. I sent it off. The, no, no hesitation whatsoever. Instantly, I get a response back that says, yeah, hey, I'm in. What's the next step? I said, you need an onboarding form. And my wife's like, you don't have an onboarding form. <laughs> oh, I will have by tomorrow. So I put that together. I sent it off to him. And and he sent some money back and away we went. Well, I find out he's a professional soccer player in the UK. And so we do three or four sessions. And then um, and then he says to me, uh, one of my mates on the pitch, and I, I knew what the mate was, but I didn't know what the pit, what a pitch was. He had to explain that to me. Um, but he says, one of my buddies at, at, on uh, soccer buddies said to me, they noticed a difference in the way I approach things and my thought process had changed and I don't react or respond the way I used to. And what was I doing? And he said, oh, I, I've got a coaching candidate. Oh, will he work with me? I don't know. So consequently, that led to a bunch of soccer players between the UK and Australia, New Zealand, and a bunch of American football players in uh, obviously in the US that all sort of one after the other, after the other, after the other, just, it just by organically grew. I didn't have to do anything. They just, but I started to raise the price cause they all said, Hey, you got to charge us more, which is always the best kind of client to have. Um, but one of the last ones in Australia, um, he, I almost messed it up because, uh, he said, Hey, I got your name from, and he says the fee is $2,000 an hour and blah, 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 blah. And I almost went, no, oh, no, that's not right. But I went back to the guy that referred him and said, what did you do? And he goes, well, I've referred you and I keep telling you, you got to charge me more. So I gave you a raise. I'm like, thank you so much. But it was, <laughs> it was an epiphany after that, that they're not paying a coach for his or her time. What they're paying for is the result. So, right. If that happens in five minutes, great. If it takes six months or two years, great, but they're paying for a result. So I've stopped doing the hourly thing. But it, it, that, that particular guy, um, he bought an hour and then cut it in four. So I would talk to him at 4 a.m. my time uh, every Friday morning. And it was sort of a lightning round piece where he just sort of, uh, I would give him an idea and he would take that. And, and the next week he would we would talk about it. And he would tell me what he's done. And I, I asked him one time, why do you spend 500 bucks for 15 minutes on with me? And he said, you know what? He said, I own a, not only do I play pro ball, I, I'm, uh, I own a gym and going home from work on a Tuesday or Wednesday, he said, I'd love to surf, love to surf. But he said, as I'm going down the coastline to get home, I can see the waves crashing and I'm like, oh, I want to go, I, I, I want to go surf. But he says, I know if I haven't done my homework, I am not going to get on the phone with you at 4 a.m. for you and be embarrassed because I didn't do the exercise I told you I needed to do so that it could get where I said I wanted to go, first of all. And I don't want to waste the 500 bucks. So it was accountability for him. It held his feet to the fire. Right. And and that that sort of led me because at the time I was still doing some financial stuff and looking after about 20 million dollars for people in the financial world. And, um, and so I, it, that wasn't connecting to me anymore. And when I had the conversation with this gentleman, the one morning he got on and he was like, so just so fast, you could tell he was jacked up and excited. And he stops at one point. And he says, are you okay? Cause we were on zoom. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Go, go, go. And, and he fast, 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 fast. And all of a sudden he stops again. He, are you sure? You're all right. 
I'm like, I'm fine. Go. And he talks and all of a sudden he stops. He says, can you stop the timer? I'm like, yeah. So I stopped the timer. I said, what? He says, are you crying? And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. He goes, no, no, no. Why are you crying? And I'm like, you know what? The, the money you pay for the session, I'm going to spend on bills or food or whatever. Right. But listen to you. You've taken the information I gave you and have changed your life. Listen to you talk. And that connects to my soul. And I sort of in that moment went, you know what, unless it connects to me, like deeply connects to me, I don't care how much money is being made from it. I don't care. None of the, it doesn't matter even how good it is. If it doesn't connect to my soul, I'm at a point in my life, I don't want to do it anymore. And so I retired out of the financial stuff and, and focused hundred percent on, on coaching and speaking and, and getting that story out. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it. That's that's great. I one thing that you said in here, and I've so I've learned that you know creative people, and those a lot of the writers, the authors that I'm kind of introduced to at this point because I'm you know I'm in the midst of doing that. Everybody talks about journaling, right? Everybody does, and I suck at that. Just so you know, you know what I mean. Uh, so you keep telling yourself that it'll stay that right? way, and I'm just like. I tell myself in my head, okay, you're going to bring this book with you. I just ordered these from Jose, by the way. Good, I got them a couple of weeks ago. At top, awesome. You want you want to know how much I've written in it? Nothing. <laughs> and so, um, but they look really good on my shelf. And I, mm. you know, I I get on people all the time about that. You got yours too. That's right. Yeah. So I get on people all the time. I said I think people like to I like to look at the books on their shelves just mm. to say that. If I read all those, I'd be really smart, but, uh, <laughs> but at least it looks like I'm smart. I, so right. I, I think, so, I mean, I, I tell everybody I'm pretty real when it comes to things and in my head, I, that journaling, uh, is, and I've even lost the art of that. Even in my, I remember when I used to come go to, uh, uh, church, you know, and I would. I'd listen and I'd write in my Bible and I'd sit there and I, and I, and I do that. I, I barely do that anymore either. You know, you know, I, and I, I, I think it's the, you know, it's this, it's this device right here that makes us lazy, uh, that we don't write. And I, I've told myself, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, I talk about being a disciplined human being all the time and I can't even write every day. Now it's pissing me off. So now today, yeah, now that I put it out here on, 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 on here, I, I, I'm going to get that thing there and go. I'm going to start uh, making a goal of myself to do that because it then like even in my jujitsu class, right. I, I, that I wished I had the little book, you know, the coach says something real quick and I'm like, mm. Oh, I gotta write that down. I gotta remember yeah. that. I don't remember it. Nope. I don't remember squat. No. And, uh, so that's why I take the book around, you know, I, I'm, I'm like this visionary and I'm always kind of like this and I'm hyped up in front of a crowd and I'm a, you know, I'm a born to win war and I get, and I get everybody hyped up and, but the little details I, I lack sometimes in, yeah. uh, and God knows how much I, I miss because I don't write things. Even my own thought processes, right. sometimes when I speak in off the cuff, I'm like, Ooh, that was a good one. I should use that more often. And then I'm like, what the heck did I say that last time? I, I tell all my kids all the time, I don't have Alzheimer's. I have some timers. Sometimes I don't remember squat <laughs> that I'm saying, but it sure sounds good at the time. Right. And so let me um, make it easier for you. Mm -hmm. Take away your expectation. 
So I think when the part that people seem to fall down on is that they, the expectation is I'm going to sit down and write pages and pages and pages. Right. And yes. that's not, that's not the case. Sometimes I'll sit down and go, you know what, for whatever reason, I don't have, it's not, I don't have it in me today, or it's just, there's just not that inspired thing isn't there. And I'll write a few lines and I'm done. Some days you sit down and go, oh, and you just vomit all over the place. I'll write 10, 15 pages, right? It just comes out of you. But, but if the expectation, I've taken expectation out of my life in lots of different ways because I, d- disappointment by definition is an unmet expectation, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Dennis talks about the why. You're trying to put it out there. If, if you feel the benefit of it is bigger than the pain of discipline of doing it <laughs> right then then you, you'll find a way to get it done right but if you if you find a way that that your brain goes i don't have to sit down and write pages and pages maybe i only write a, a word or two where i write mm-hmm. just a little bit right but the, you'll find like i say some days you find i can write and write and write and write and then other days it's just a few words but when I do that, same as your 75 hard, right? Yeah. If you miss a day, it's about all those little things built up. And so you do a little, a little journal, a little journal, a little bit every day. And, and then at the end of the day, you go, no, no, I journaled. I put something in and someone goes, yeah, yeah, it's a sentence. Because the, the shadow inside us will go, oh, yeah, stop that. You know, don't get over yourself. You only wrote one sentence. It's like, yeah, but you know what? It doesn't say write a book every day. It says write something. That's great. That's good. Right. Awesome that's advice. I only I, I laugh at it because I laugh at myself. Like you know, I I am a uh, I'm a pretty disciplined dude, right? And I'm like, and I tell all my students the same stuff. Stop making excuses, and here I am today making an excuse. I, you know what? This is what that's why I like to punch myself sometimes right in the jaw, um, just to wake myself up a little bit. It's it's uh. It's funny about the podcast. I've told everybody my podcasting thing started because I wanted to have this is like my journal for my (laughs) kid. Right. That's what I really started it for. So when I'm not around, my kids always have something that, hey, this is what my dad thought. This is how my dad is. Yep. And in in the beginning, I did podcasting. It was just me. I was just talking and maybe my journey on 75 hard or losing a hundred and something pounds. And what was it like wow. to be fat and have a, a be a world champion martial artist? Because, you know, the being heavy and and uh, and an athlete, they just don't coincide. But how, how did I make that work? Right. And and uh, how did I lift massive weights? And, uh, you know, all that stuff that uh, I wanted my kids to know why your dad is like the like he is why is your dad kind of a protector kind of a sheepdog and why do i have a heart for those that are disabled and and can't stick up for themselves and it and, and that kind of thing so that's where my podcasting started and this is going to be something for me today gordon now, now i wasn't expecting to be slapped in the face that you are an undisciplined jerk off and not not riding every day and i didn't so, say that just I, I don't, uh, like, i'm saying that this, kicked, is, this is my self-talk i'm like listen bro you know don't go <laughs> this is me in my head i'm like listen bro don't go around to speaking like you're all disciplined and then you can't write a sentence a day because you know uh our 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 one um I, you know, I, Emilio has us helping us with, with the writing because the writing process is not easy for me on the book thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. 
I'm so scatterbrained on what I learned and over these years. And, and, you know, my book called beyond the mat is, um, you know, these are my life lessons that I've taken from blood, sweat and tears on the mat. And then you go out and how do I take everything I've learned and I take it outside the mat because I've tell everybody too, the mat is a, is a, it's a precious thing. When you step on it, it, it cares nothing. It has no emotion. It doesn't care about you. It doesn't care about your feelings. It doesn't care about your color, creed, what you do, nothing. All it cares about is how you're going to perform on it, and it's going to reveal your character. Now, it builds character, but it certainly reveals it really, really quick Absolutely. when you get pissed off at yourself or you are whatever, however that looks, right? Right. And so listening to you today... I'm like, man, I am not as disciplined as I think. And, uh, you know, I, yeah. I get that weakness, right? I get that that little weakness in there. We all do. And uh, I'm like, I got to change that, man. I've got these great journalies. They look really good on my shelf and they're collecting <laughs> dust and not it's using called, a pen to paper. It's called so, a knowing doing gap. That, we know what to do. We just don't always do it, right? <laughs> right. Well, I think that, uh, you know, I think that, you know, my other my other student, Jason, uh, that that Emilio's on right now, he does something every year. It's 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 quite a thing he does. He uh, and he has it. He does it on his phone real quick. And he and just like, I don't know, maybe he came and took a lesson with me and he'll write that down uh, and he writes it down. And then at the end of the year, January 1st, he writes everything positive that he did throughout the whole year. Right. So mm-hmm. he, he's got this two, three hundred. They just quick pins. Hey, took a lesson with Mr. Cox today on, on Kramaga, had a great workout with him and, or this, or went to church and, or whatever it was that they did for the day. So I don't know. I think this is worth, you know, I think even this talk with you, Gordon is going to help me kind of launch. Uh, Cause she told me the same thing. When you're going to write a book, just write a couple hundred words a day. It's right. not really that much. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then on days that you're not inspired, like you talk about, then you're not inspired. I don't right. know. Yeah, you know, you Dennis a is, bit. uh, yeah, Dennis has given us some good feedback today too. Um, awesome. and, uh, yeah, I appreciate that too, Dennis. You got some good stuff in here. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. transparent, dude. You know, I'm not, uh, you know, and I'll tell you where it came from. I wasn't always transparent to, to be honest with you. I think I was like most of the crowd until I read Jocko's book on, uh, extreme ownership. And, uh, Yes, I, I, that book changed me. It was, I'm doing 75 hard and reading that book. And after that, I was like, man, don't give me any excuses anymore. Just shut mm-hmm. your mouth. Right. Uh, shut up and show up is what I used to tell everybody. Just shut right. your mouth and show up. Okay. That, that's, yep. that's, that's all I want to see at this point And even in myself. So I think that was a, a powerful thing. And I think the story I tell most people about extreme ownership and tell me if you agree is like, you know, let's just say a, a younger me when I, I would have bill collectors at that time would call me and I'd hammer the guy across the other phone. You don't call me and you don't da da da. Well, it's not his fault. I didn't pay my bill. You know, I don't know how many phone calls do they get through the day. It's like, you know what? That's my bad. I, you, you know, it's my bad. I should have, uh, uh, you know, I have no excuse for it, but whether you can or cannot do, but at least you take some ownership in what you're right. in, in your journey. Right. And that was a, that was a pivotal thing for me today. Absolutely. Listening to you speak about, you know, you know, you're, you're, you're a typical entrepreneur. You know what I mean? You just like, mm-hmm. you had the idea. You're like, well, I don't have it today, but I'll have it tomorrow. And yeah. we fake it till we make it. And, uh, 
And or faith, faith it till you make it. Yeah, that's true too. And so I, you know, I've done that many times too. I wasn't told I'd have a martial arts school. I mean, I was told pretty much that I don't know how you're going to do that and went back. And I, you know, I don't, if you know my story, I started my martial arts school as a ministry. I started in my church right. and uh, with my brother and uh, a, a couple of the gentlemen. And it just kind of grew. And after a couple of years, you know, the church is like, hey, man, it's getting too big. You know, <laughs> we can't let outside people come in. And I said, well, that's what we're trying to do, right? Absolutely. Um, and I said, maybe it's time that I branch down. We'll keep the church thing going for those that really can't afford to do it. Mm-hmm. And then we have that. And then that's what we did for many, many years. And that's how I kind of started uh, Very cool. my my martial arts school, but uh, is was through a ministry. And so it was, it was great. So this international that you have, this uh, Jewel International, what, what does it consist of then? What do you guys do in there? Is this more coaching? Is that what this is? It's a combination. I put that as the umbrella. So we coach with that. We, I write from it. I speak from it. Uh, so we do um, paid speaking from that in terms of um, mindset, a big, big deal on mindset, um, where, where our brains are at. Um, a lot of things and sharing the story, um, something that I was always a, a, a producing type guy, right? Go, 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 go. And then when I got when I got sick and uh, did the suicide thing, um, I think that put me in a space where I, I still believe that was Papa slowing me down enough to get my attention and giving me some scope. So you and I have talked about that before and I know lots of people have heard that life's not happening to it's happening for, and then my brain goes, yep, it's happening for me to specifically and uniquely equip me to be able to help other people get through what I went through. And so I didn't have any empathy in terms of mental awareness, um, which I think mental awareness incorporates mental illness, mental health, mental, all that stuff is incorporated because I think there's a lot of other things that we kind of sweep under the carpet. Um, so mental awareness until I become aware of it, I can't deal with it. Right. A drunk, I can have the best program there is, but until they go, no, no, I'm an alcoholic. I can't help them. So that awareness is there. So being able to do that in a space that gives specifically entrepreneurial men, I'll work with anybody, but entrepreneurial men is where my heart is because that's, uh, that's what I was. Right. And I didn't know where to go and I didn't know what to look for. And I didn't, um, I didn't want to even admit to myself. And that's a huge deal for me when I hear people say, well, we got to stop the stigma. And I'm like, stop using that word. I think it's a civilized, sanitized word that we use so that we don't have to actually admit what we're doing, which is judging. So I'm saying they're messed up. I'm better than them because I don't have to deal with that. Now, I have a whole bunch of my own things I have to deal with, but I don't deal with that. So I think if everybody kind of understands we're all on a spectrum, we're all on the mental awareness spectrum. It doesn't have to be full-blown schizophrenia or PTSD or depression or suicide or whatever on the far end of it. Maybe it's just a little bit of stress and anxiety or depression at home because of work or a job or the kids or whatever. That still puts me on that spectrum. And so once that becomes inclusive and we all go, no, 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 all of us are on that spectrum, then people will reach out for help because there's no shame and embarrassment, right? There's no judgment that comes with that. I think as long as we hold judgment on people, they're going to choose suicide over asking for help because in the moment you feel like you're doing them a favor. I, right. I'd always said, well, it's a selfish thing to do. It's an easy way out. You know, um, why do they do that? And, and having been in that space, 
now my brain has a completely different look of that right and my brain goes no no i was i was thinking i was doing a, my family and my friends a favor by not being here anymore they don't have to deal with me and all the crap that i'm having to deal with and the baggage and i'm just a millstone around their neck so i'm doing them a favor and and so in that moment why would you reach out and ask for help you're not you you're doing the help that that's where your brain is at but i didn't understand that i didn't have awareness of that until it happened to me and then i sit back and go okay wait 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 hold the phone there there needs to be places where men especially men can reach out because we want to sort of put our emotion in a box we were taught hey don't show weakness don't cry don't show emotion so we well, we have those things and we put it in a box and we put it in the shelf and then we go hey i don't want to have to deal with that the problem is we still have pain from that stuff so now we go out and do drugs or drink or gamble or now we have an addiction on top of the pain because it didn't take the original problem away and so we're trying to teach what i'm trying to do is teach men hey you know what there are strategies and tools to be able to deal with stress and anxiety in a positive way so that you don't end up on the other end of that scale and looking to to give your soul back to papa and there are positive and to make it available to people because i think a lot of times and i know even in ontario in canada we have free health care but if i go and try and get um mental help i, I i'm going to wait two years well, that's too long. And if I go and try and get pay for it, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to be able to get somebody to that's not right either. So trying to get under that jewel piece, whether it's speaking to get the story out so that people understand, hey, and to connect. I have a, a program that I had started and then got waylaid because I got sick, but I'm going to go back to it. Um, I make that commitment to you on your show to go back to a uh, 10 million men in 24 months, which is, was a program I wanted. I want to have meaningful connection with 10 million men globally to give them that message of hope. And I use hope as an acronym, help other people everywhere, but, but give them that message of hope that, Hey, there are ways to deal with this stuff in a positive way so that you don't get bogged down. Um, and, and through an organization and through all the different bits and pieces. And I know John Maxwell does a thing where he'll teach people, with them, with the assumption and with not even the assumption, with their commitment that they will teach a thousand other people what he just taught them. So if he's got 150 people in front of him, he doesn't really have 150 people in front of him. And that's how the message just starts to, to, to wave out. Right. So preaching that message of inclusion, preaching that message of um, uh, mental awareness, understanding how our brain works. And that's a big Napoleon Hill thing, right? That's a big, uh, first understand your brain and then understand how to master what's there, your brain and your emotion, your mind and your emotion. Because once you can harness that, you really can go anywhere, right? The difference between stimulus react, which is what a lot of times we do, usually gets us in trouble. Um, we have the ability as humans to pause in between those two pieces and then we're not reacting, we're responding. Right. So, right. Yeah, the, that's good. Right. <clears throat> Understanding. And, and as a parent, right, they do something silly or say something dumb. And there's a, I have a visceral reaction to that and to go, no, 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 Gord, Gord, hold on, hold on. Um, put some pause in there first. Right. Uh, don't go off all half cocked. Make sure you understand. Do you have all the information? Maybe you don't need to respond. Right. Maybe you do, but but maybe it needs to be measured. And I think if we stop and pause, it's written on my on my bedroom wall right at the top. Stimulus, pause, respond so that I remember. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Really good uh, 
in there. I, I think I, I agree with you hundred percent on when it comes to men's, uh, men's mental health, that, that is a, uh, it's a stigma. I, you know, I'm in that, in my, I'm in that, uh, military, uh, law enforcement world. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I even went through some chaplain stuff just to kind of go out with guys, uh, you know, cause I'm more the, uh, you know, you know, you got Christians that are really straight and narrow and you got ones that kind of wobble and, uh, in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got those that can walk on water and those that tread, I'm more of yeah. a treader. And so, uh, I can, I, you know, I can relate to these guys in life and going through divorce and what that looks like. And, you know, just having a, another guy to, you know, kind of, kind of talk to has, yeah. uh, has helped out even in my own, my own family. You know, I'll tell you the, the hardest thing, I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like this, but, um, I have a son that, that, dealt with uh, eating disorder as far as throwing up you yeah. just don't hear men talk about it you don't hear anything i cannot find anyone to help my son right. in in that area none nobody nobody takes it on nobody talks about it nobody talks about it and you know so his his out is me him and i speaking about it right. and and trying to get his head right and i couldn't find anybody can't, I still can't. We still can't. Wow. We can't find somebody that deals with men's, um, whatever it's body dysmorphia or it's uh, eating disorders or anything like that for men, mental health. Yeah. Can't find it. I'll, I'll take a look. I know a couple of people that do something like that. Uh, let me reach out to them and see where they're at. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd love, I'd, lo- I'd love to get that help for my son. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally, uh, yeah, I'm totally down when I hear about you're correct about that. I mean, this is why, I, you know, you have, you know, you have different type of men too, right? You got, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would be what you call those typical type A alpha men, right? Yep. Just balls to the wall all the right. time, super competitive, you know, I'll take it on the chin right. and then I'll be by myself in the weight room. Sometimes I, you know, and, and if, it, it, you know, lifting the heavy weights just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of brings me somewhere. Uh, music going on in, in your head and just in this going that. And sometimes I'm praying and pushing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. sometimes that's what it is. This is some prayer time and I'm, and I, and you're pushing iron and sometimes tears are coming down your eyes and you don't even know why, because if I didn't have that physical outlet, right. this is me. If I don't have a physical outlet, whether it's on the mat um, and when it was taken away from me, cause I had to go on blood thinners and I couldn't fight, like yeah. I couldn't take head contact anymore. So, and that was, man, I just loved, I'd love to put gloves on and get down and get hit and hit people. I loved it. Right. Bloodied right. up, but battle worn. And it was like, I was, it was like, I don't know. It was just like exercising demons almost. Right. And then it got taken away yeah. and then jujitsu came along and I was like, wow, I can be a warrior again, have that same endorphins and yeah. not get punched in the face as much. And so it's, uh, it's, it's, it was, it was, believe it or not, I know it's really weird, but I know certain men listening to me right now are going, I know exactly what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a cleansing for us to kind of exercise this stuff out of us physically. And right. it's probably why I love to, I really enjoy lifting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just yeah. do. I just, and sometimes my workouts suck, but I just kind of like, I like hearing the clang of the iron. I like pushing the iron. I like all that kind of stuff. And, 
other men just, you know, and they think of it different. You know, there's other, other, you know, not all my sons are like me. That's for darn right. sure. I, not, matter of fact, none of them are super alpha. Like I'm super alpha dad. Right. And so, uh, they're like, dad, you're just like a little bit over the top with, uh, you know, motivation and stuff. And, uh, yep. and so it's, it's been, uh, that's so, uh, refreshing to hear something that is kind of geared towards men. You know, I, I, I think that that's just listening to what we talk about today, you know, some vir- more virtual coffees, because I find in my world, a martial arts school is a lot like a church. You know mm. what I mean? It's yeah. it's a community yeah. and you get intertwined with people's lives and times that people won't go to a church, but they certainly would come into my office Right. Whether it's men in tears that say, hey, I, um, you know, my wife has left me or, hey, I'm struggling with anger here and 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 this kind of stuff. And yeah. and even myself, when I was yeah. going through a divorce, I put myself through anger management mm-hmm. and I went in a very uncomfortable zone where I went to a group. So you wow. have a group of men wow. and you got the teacher. And right. that is really, it was really good because I'm like, wow, I'm not as messed up as I thought. Why these guys are <laughs> bouncing their, bouncing their spouses off the bedpost and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cause they're yeah. all court appointed. I yep. went in on my own and right. to find, to try and get some, um, some techniques to help me when, so I don't flip out. Right. You know, when you're, you know, and I tell a lot of, a lot of men like myself or, you know, military guys too, and they kind of flip out and when you're dangerous, yeah, it can change your whole life if you don't have your control. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can change everything in, in the split seconds. If you hurt somebody, if you True. kill somebody or something to that, your whole world can come. And I needed something to suppress uh, that and, and give me the techniques that to do so super refreshing to hear that that's what this is so let's talk about where to find you and stuff like that how let's let's uh let's put some of that in the chat as a matter of fact where the, so the is emails this? the emails easiest way uh, i am on facebook um i am on i tried to put uh <laughs> um my twitter and my my um instagram uh, out there, but, um, the easiest way is, is, is email. So um, are you in front of a machine right there? Do you see our comments? Can you see the comments or not? No, I can't see comment. Okay. So I'm going to write it in there for you. So tell me your email. Oh, yep. Yeah. Um, it's J E W I L coaching. J E W I L coaching C O A C H coaching. Okay. Yeah. At, uh, gmail.com. Now I got that out there on how to make sure I spelled that right. You can, I'm, I'm going to put this up on screen as soon as I hit it. Okay. Okay. And That's make the sure easiest that I, way. It really is. Okay. Um, you want to, does that look right? Me. Does that look right, right there, sir? Nope. Uh, there's a dot. There's a period between the L and the C. Okay. Jewel. There's a period in there. Okay. Hold on. That's Let me right. fix it. Jewel.com. Let me fix it. Okay. Let me fix yep. that while we're here. J E W I L. Dot. Yep. 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 
yeah, that's the easiest way. I mean, um, you can reach out to me on Facebook. Uh, I'll, uh, as soon as I see they're connected to you, I'll, I'll say yes to them. Um, yes, I saw. Well, I saw that too, man. You're almost at that five thousand mark where uh, you have to start either dropping friends or you have to go to a different kind of a platform. That's right. Um, you know, uh, and you know, this is that correct, sir? Did I get that right? That yep, time? that's perfect. Perfect. Okay, good. Yep. All right. Um, so I got that out there, and we'll we'll put that in. So you'll be just so you guys know. So by end of day today, I'll have this on my audio uh, my audio portion too. So everything I do on video, I have on audio, so people can drive and and listen to it. Yeah. Uh, it they you, they can find it pretty easily just at markcox.com is my right. website. It has all my podcasts. The audio podcasts are there, and uh, I think this platform just um uh. There you go. You got that on a private chat right there. I got it. Um, and you can find that, and this will be an audio format. You'll be able to share it with everybody, and everybody can kind of cool. get on and listen to what we talked about today. Uh, I'll push it out there on my side a little bit more. Uh, if they want to see us on 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 video, too, that's always kind of up and, and going. But I started with audio. It's what I like the most because when I drive, I like I like listening to podcasts anyway. I always have. I just – and uh it's 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 good and I'll, I'll go back and listen to us talking today i will too to, to see how many times i said um and like that <laughs> and then, um, so you know i listen to myself i'm like you sound like a dork bro um you, you we all do it though and uh you're but, doing you know, a great thing Mark. Really i tell are. everybody i said it's pretty real because this is just kind of how we talk Right. Yeah, you know what I mean when we're talking to, yeah. to each other, and I said it's it, it, it's just what it is. It's pretty authentic. It is. And so this was been a yeah. This is I keep posted with um, what we're doing. I wouldn't mind uh, you know picking your brain a little bit more with some virtual uh, coffee because sure. I'm in. Uh, you know I've got you know I'm surrounded by alpha type dudes anyway. You know that's you know if if you are one you're surrounded by them, right? right and right. We, and you'd be surprised on how emotional most of them are and just how you know uh trapped some of them are in their own yeah. heads and and yeah. what that looks like. Absolutely. And uh you know trying to be the you know the 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 tough guy. That's why right. I, I I think that's what we like jujitsu so much when we're on the mat because when you're there's just a bond that happens when you either bleed together, sweat together, and sure. and and you're able to break down barriers where you can talk together. Right. You know, it's just it's just how men are built. Men yeah. are just different. Men are just True. built that way different. Now, not all Absolutely. men are the same, but no, you know, but most of the guys that I hang with are like that. So well, and as long as we hold guys hold that stuff inside, it becomes not ease. So dis ease this disease right we hold that in our body when we push it down and push it down and hold it inside it's going to come out somewhere and mm -hmm. a lot of times it comes out in illness it comes out in in ways that we didn't ever anticipate right so being able to find ways to deal with that stuff in a positive way and let it out and release it and finding no matter what it is some people will journal some people will will work out some people will fight some people will well, however it is that you need to get it out Whatever breaks through that, and my experience with Alpha has been once you once they understand you care about them and love them, right? With and that's not a that's not a I want you love. That's human. Hey, you know what? You're a guy. I'm a guy. We're both humans. I give a shit about what happens to you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Once they understand that, they'll open a little bit. And once there's a crack, and they find a, a specific place where 
it's a trusted a trusted environment they'll open up and a lot of them are they're alpha on the outside as a as a tough armor coping mechanism so that nobody <laughs> realizes what a puppy they are yeah, you know we're I mean? milk toast. Yeah, we're milk. Yeah, that's totally me. I'm a super out uh, on the outside, like yeah, but I'm a mush puppy. If you get in front of me wrong, you know what I mean. I'll, right. Uh, right. you know, if if you're a disabled kid or something like that, I'll melt yeah. like a, a, you know, I'll melt, yeah. I'll melt like a crayon. And there's nothing and, wrong uh, with that, right? There's nothing wrong. But we've been taught, hey, don't show that to people. Don't let anybody see that. Well, why? <laughs> that that's it's okay to be human. It's okay to have a heart. It's okay to show that heart. And, and you're doing an amazing thing in all the different avenues that you're doing, whether it's your podcast, it's working with with um, disadvantaged kids and all the things that you're doing. Those are all ministry things. Those are all being there for people. You're putting yourself in a space that says, hey, you know what? I'm a I'm a safe space to be able to for you to be able to lean on. Right. The challenge mm-hmm. sometimes is that a lot of us that are empathetic or have that kind of a piece to us where we want to be there for somebody else lots of times we don't look after ourselves. we we pour into lots of other people but we don't empty our cup so that we can we can receive more right we think oh no 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 i'll be the tough one everybody can lean on me but at some point that that causes challenges inside so then it becomes okay how do i i have to be able to release that and let that out because even a coach needs a coach right that's so correct that, that's 100 percent. Right? yeah so even though we're tough on the outside sometimes, being able to say, hey, you know what? I need to plug in to a the emotional side of my of my being, of who I am. I ought to be able to plug into that. I need to be able to get healed, right? Somebody asked Tony Robbins one time after he, if you've seen um, I'm Not Your Guru, he does a thing with this one girl and it just, he cries and it, it's a monumentally horrible thing that happened to her. And even he cries through it. But they follow him to the back and they said, how do you deal with that? Because you're talking to thousands of people. You've talked to so many people that have these major, major deals happening to them in a negative way. How do you hold that? Like, what do you do with that? He goes, no, 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 no. I have to let it out. I have to find a, a, a way to release that so that it doesn't, I don't hold it inside myself. And if I think sometimes that's where the burnout comes, right? Because we hold it in, we hold it in, we hold it in. We say, no, 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 I, I'm going to be the strong one. I'm going to be the strong one. And then we implode sometimes spectacularly because we didn't look after ourselves and that's sort of full circle back into self-care being able to Mm -hmm. look at right doing what i need to do for me that's not selfish um you get on a plane the the flight attendant will say in the unlikely event of a depressurization the cabin blah 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 but the oxygen mask will come down put your own on first before you try and help anybody because if you go sideways or you pass out, you're no good to any of the people that you that you you love and care about that you want to help, right? So mm-hmm. that was a hard lesson for me because I went, no, 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 no. I'm used to being the one that's doing the helping. Like yourself, I'm like, no, 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 no. You go ahead, lean on me, lean on me. I'll, I'll be the tough, strong one. The challenge is at some point, and my body is a, I'm a walking billboard for self-care, right? Well, this is what happens when you don't do self-care. And people tell me all the time, well, your body is letting you down. I'm like, no, 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 no. For 30 years, I let it down. Now I'm mm. reaping the consequences of what I didn't look after. And, and is that hard? Yep. Is that difficult? Absolutely it is. But um, being able to teach that now and let that out and make sure people understand, hey, especially guys, hey, find some way to let it out. Find some outlet 
and and in boxing said that we teach some tools and strategies to do that but but just even just general obvious stuff it, whether it's weightlifting and exercise is a great idea running is a great idea um journaling where you're writing it don't and I, right don't go back and go well it's not written right or it's, it, and it doesn't matter even if you can read it again you're because if you're angry or you're frustrated or you're pissed off you start to write what you're thinking and what you're pissed off about the weirdest thing happens as you it may start out just virile right but part of the way through you start to go okay because you've gotten it out of yourself right now it's it may still the residual there's there's residual to that for sure right but but getting it out in a in a way that works for you a combination of writing it or working out or or fighting right if that's what works for you um i I think it was tyson that said something about everybody wants to fight but most people don't want it it all turns real when you get punched in the face (laughs) right Right? everything changes when you get punched in the face that is 100 percent true so but if that's what works then do it if that's what if that's but but make a so a lot of times we don't have the plan what happens if i get pissed off what happens if i get angry what happens if i'm frustrated with whatever it doesn't have to be a person it could be frustrated with a situation frustrated that's part of my my stuff at the moment where i'll read stuff and i i sit and listen to you or i listen to jose or i listen to dennis or dan dominguez i listen to some of these people or tony or grant or any of these guys and i get all fired up and excited because that's what gets me going i can watch two or three minutes of these guys and go and i i'm so excited but my body can't do what I want it to do in the moment. And then I get angry and pissed off and frustrated that I can't be who I was. Right. Yes, you take well, that. Yeah. Right. I know that. I know that feeling. Absolutely. But then I, because of that anger and frustration, how do I, how do I respond to my family or to my wife in those moments? Right. So mm-hmm. it's taken me some time to go, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I have to stimulus. I have to pause. I have to hold the powers in the pause. I have to hold on to that for a little bit and go, no, 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 no. How do I release that frustration and anger or let it go? How do I, how do I release it so that it's not impacting? Because you, you've seen the thing about the 86,400, right? If you have $86,400 in the bank and someone steals $400, you don't burn the other $86,000 because you're pissed off. But we do that in life all the time, right? Someone cuts us off in our in our drive or something pisses us off for a millisecond and we flush the rest of the day away because we're in this space in our head where we just can't let that go. And and so it negatizes the whole rest of our day. Finding a way to say, no, 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 no. I need to release that. And and I give myself a time frame. Okay, Gord, you could be pissed off for five minutes and then you're going to let it go and move on with your life because it's it, you have to acknowledge that feeling but then you have to let it go. You have to be able to move forward. And if I spend too much time pissed off or angry or frustrated, I'm no good to my wife or my kids or my clients or anybody. So um, it doesn't hold me in that positive space. That's good. That's good. I think it's a good way to, we went on about 15 minutes over, man. We could, oh. I, I could go on with you for a while. Sorry. And, uh, and it was, uh, you know, that was, yeah, I think that's a good, powerful way to, way to end that. So, I want to make sure that anybody that's on here that you guys see that you can you can reach Gordon if you're looking for a little bit of more uh, that type of coaching. He's here. I'm sure what we should do maybe Gordon is uh, you know down the road a couple months from now we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll let's revisit and do a men's mental health one. Period. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll, yeah. we'll, well, that's what we'll talk about and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll gear it towards that. So sure. you can give some, uh, give some, maybe some pointers out to what that looks like for, uh, you know, for guys and, and yep. we can see, can we can see who can, uh, we can get, uh, we can come out and, and help out. It'd be fun. Yeah. All right. So, uh, once again, yes, you guys can find Gordon right here, especially if you're, if you're connected with me and he'll be able to see it, but if you are going to go, go, you better do it now. Cause he's almost at 5,000. I saw that the other day when I was like, I'm like, Oh man, he's about it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm creeping up there ever since the uh, CLA tribe, you know, my, my friend, I, I think I'm going to end up running, running into that. You know, the more consistent you are with things, the more lives you start to touch, the more that, that comes, that comes into play. And, and so it's been, uh, yeah, this has been, uh, this has been a great, this has been a great hour, hour and 15 minutes. I enjoyed it. Uh, I look forward to, uh, we'll have some more coffee together and, and, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll communicate with you once we're here and this will be done audio wise. You guys will be able to find this on markcox.com on audio. Uh, you can, uh, subscribe to my podcast, real talk with Mark Cox at any of this uh, Apple and spotify and all that i'm on all the platforms and you so if the people like to do podcasting and listen to it they'll be able to go there they'll be able to find you from that also you'll be on my website from now on you'll have your own little kind of guest profile when people oh, uh, go to where you're at they'll be able to see you there and be able to and i'll make sure that this um email gets in there too sound I good appreciate that thank you so much all right thanks thank so you, much Mark. gordon thank awesome you. time today all right you, you have have a good day man yeah you make it a great day all right Bye, sir. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at MarkCox100. Make sure to subscribe and review. And tell a friend or two about the show. For more, hit up the website at MarkCox.com. Till next time, keep it real.